I'm Riker, and this is Pilot. Fun. I'm sad that we didn't actually get that this week on The Mindy Project, found now on Hulu, which they're claiming it is a Hulu original because it continued on there after, where did it originally premiere? Do you remember? ABC. ABC. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, Being that ABC and, yeah, that Hulu and ABC are the same. A Hulu semi-original. <laughs> right which is what how netflix branded mm-hmm. yeah arrested development exactly which was so funny yeah because it was, was in really the weird. intro right it mm-hmm. falls off the uh staircase car yeah it was that was weird <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah this one was a semi-original i remember when it got saved by hulu yeah i felt for a short period of time we're kind of going the wrong direction here i want to acknowledge that now but for yeah. a short period of time i felt like it uh had a creative it benefited creatively from the move to Hulu, and uh, but it was a little bit. It it was in shark jumping territory. Remind me, do you know what which season that was? I think we had two Hulu seasons. Oh, oh, that's not the final two then. Yeah. Oh, so are you saying that when spoilers skip ten minutes, ten seconds ahead if you don't want to hear it? <laughs> um, is this before or after Danny leaves? I think it was after. I think he was on the Hulu version for a little while, though. And that's when she's going to California to study up to do whatever she's retooling for. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that makes and, sense. And for a period of time, it was just different. It was a little deeper. It was a little... And then we lose Danny, and then we lost the show. Yeah. Sad days. <laughs> Sorry, we only told you to fast forward 10 seconds. I'm pretty sure that was 13. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> All right, so we're looking at the mini project anyway. <laughs> um. We would, what do we discuss first? Typically, we uh, award couch points. Streaming wars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're air horning. No, we just had this talk you that I am like very specific that I don't want to have an air horn podcast. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a genre. It's just not my genre. Um. <laughs> so do you want to give us the series description as foretold? As foretold. As foretold on Hulu. Yeah. So it says, a single camera comedy starring Mindy Kaling that follows a skilled OBGYN navigating the tricky waters of both her personal and professional life as she pursues her dreams of becoming the perfect woman, finding the perfect man, and getting her perfect romantic comedy ending. Uh, Season one, episode one, pilot. Dr. Mindy Lahiri. Is it Mindy Kaling? Mindy Kaling is the actor. Is that how you pronounce it? I've always pronounced it Mindy Kaling. Okay. Have you heard it? No, it is Kaling. Yeah. Dr. Mindy Lahiri, Mindy Kaling, has a rude awakening, and the hopeless romantic vows to make some drastic changes to get her personal and professional life back on track. How do you think it did? Uh, Good. I like the series description, which we found. Do you want to give your uh, retrospective on your scoring? 
Oh yeah, so we done we done Hulu dirty on our last one in our weeds episode. We had a really hard time. They had a really lengthy description of both the series and the episode, and I couldn't see all of it, and I just couldn't figure it out. But you know, sometimes you have to blame the user. So shame mm-hmm. on us. Um, you know, Taylor came in and instantly was like, "Oh yeah, no, you just da 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 da." You know, and he didn't like look up instructions for it. So I assume that like the common lay person should be able to figure this out. It's just it was lost he on me. He just knows more things. <laughs> <laughs> hey now, hey now. He just knows more things than we do. He does. He knows um, a stupid amount of things. He's an encyclopedia. It's but ridiculous. hey. Uh, we know more about TV shows. <laughs> I would hope so. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Congratulations to us. <laughs> yeah. But hey, we turned our love into a professional sport. We're professional athletes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> TV <laughs> Never pilot. thought I would say Sorry. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, podcasting's a sport. Yeah. Um, for unathletic people. <laughs> Sorry. Um, You're good. Think. What am I trying to talk about? Oh yeah, we just we were talking about yep the couch points. So (laughs) So, it was a really good experience. I feel like I still, I still believe that it is better than Netflix, just by a little bit even. But I think it has surpassed Netflix and is now the platform to beat as far as not necessarily content, although their content is good, and the fact that you get regular updates as far as what not, not just a season at a time. Like there's regularly each week something to go back for, but the experience is just so good. Like, it's just so good. That interface is just unbeatable. They give me series descriptions, and they actually hire someone who maybe writes copy professionally for it, which is Mm. wild. Mm. HBO Max really ought to look into that. (laughs) (laughs) HBO Max. It's just some guy named Max. And Hulu. (laughs) (laughs) Maxwell Arturo. (laughs) HBO Maxwell. Yep, HBO Max. Um, Interesting. <laughs> for our descriptions, I thought they were great. I thought the series description in particular with the perfect this, perfect that, perfect romantic comedy ending tells you mm-hmm. everything you need to know about her Absolutely. and the tone of the show. So I think they set a great expectation there. Mm-hmm. And then the series description, I think, was or the episode description was spot on. Uh, it even helped me connect a couple of the dots. Not like they were hard to find or far away from each other, but, yeah. but it brought me back to the wedding uh, what what gets her in this predicament in the first place, and then as she moves on with her life, I always seem to think that the wedding takes up a bigger portion of the plot than it does at all, which we'll get into in a minute. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the plot of this episode or yeah, the series? No, of this episode. Okay. Well, the fact that you have any memory of this pilot is wild to me. It was so long ago, I, and there was the entire show. <laughs> I, I never know. saw it originally. Oh. I got into it with my mom afterwards. She would watch it. I would enjoy watching it with her. And then once the series ended, I went and looked back at some... Because it was a great background show. Mm-hmm. Mindy Project is a great background show. That, that's how I would always come back to it was, eh, I'm not really focused on the TV right now, but I do want something on and I do like want to participate in it. I just don't want to work for it. Yeah. Uh, and, and then I would remember and think, oh yeah, I'm a whole season behind on Mindy Project. Absolutely. And there was a period of time that the mini project came on when my parents were still together. Mm-hmm. And I just moved back to Idaho from California. Yeah. And they split. So there was a period of uh, time in there that I didn't follow it regularly. Yeah. But I would keep coming back to it. So this was one that I kept coming back to until I really committed to it. So in my commitment to it, I went back and watched the pilot and I think the whole first season or bunch of it and bounced around i can't remember can't remember if i've seen the whole thing twice or if i've even seen every episode i think i've Mm -hmm. yet to see every episode but i've seen the majority of them 
but you mostly checked out in the seasons where one of the main cast was no longer present. No, that's when I had a really regular commitment to it because it was on Hulu. You know, I was living separately wherever I was living at the time. Yeah, so I... I certainly haven't missed any of the last two or three seasons, but I... Oh, okay. That's wild. Mm -hmm. and those really... are the ones that I would say, like, if you had to skip some, those are the ones. <laughs> oh, totally agree. But I, like I said, I don't know that I've missed any episodes yeah. or if in all the, ch the chapters of my life that I picked it up again, I, mm -hmm. I've seen pretty much the whole thing. It's possible that an episode or two or three has fallen through the cracks somewhere. Yeah. But I don't even know if that's true. So it's been, I mean, this show's been with us since the end of The Office. So it's been before the end of The Office. Mm -hmm. I think Office was coming into season seven, approximately. Really? 2012 is when this one started. I don't know when The Office 2013. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Or the last season, I think, came on in 2013. Okay. Because I can't remember if she and BJ Novak missed the... Because they started transitioning out of the office to start the Mindy Project. The, un oh, uh, the untitled I... Mindy Project. <laughs> <laughs> Which I loved hearing that. Like when you were just like, oh yeah, no, that that's definitely something that just never got renamed. That never would have occurred to me. <laughs> um, but it's pretty great. It hit me slowly. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, that's just the working title that they rolled with. Yeah. Kind of uh, like Pilots was originally. <laughs> Backdoor Pilots. <laughs> bow, ticha, bow, wow. Well, for the longest time, I just called it Pilots. And then I joke, you know, we we floated Backdoor Pilots just a long, <laughs> long enough to be like, oh, yeah, no, hearing that out loud, that sounds dirty. <laughs> That's not going to be the audience we want to draw. <laughs> oh, there would have been an audience. Oh, huge. I mean, sure. Yeah. Huge. Like we have billions of listeners now. How many dick pics do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Is what I'm saying to that. I got a lot of uh, storage on my phone. Ew. I got room for them. <laughs> Nobody got I don't got room those. for all of them. Take no. it easy, fellas. So in our couch points, though, yeah. uh, how many points do you award? Oh, a full five out of five. Wow. Yeah. A full five. Yeah. Out five. of five. five. Interesting. So I want to take this moment mm -hmm. to share uh, something anecdotal, uh, what's going on in my personal life right now. Um, <laughs> I've been binging Voyager. Okay. Finally, finally, I've been binging Star Trek Voyager. Yeah. Another show I've seen a lot over the years, but really, it's the Star Trek that I know the least about. And I'm watching it on Paramount Plus because I want to support Paramount Plus because yeah. it's the home of Star Trek. And finally got to a point that I thought, okay, this is already on Netflix. Like, mm -hmm. I'm already paying for Paramount Plus. You guys got to do better. Mm -hmm. You guys really got to do better. It oh, is glitchy sad. as hell. Yeah. Yeah, we've been trying to um, catch up on Mom, um, which is a Chuck Lore one. Um, and it's definitely been super glitchy. Like the audio will go and not the video uh, or vice versa. Um, or it'll keep restarting the same little piece over and over. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's always something weird and buggy. Um, I definitely love the idea of the content on there. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> practically inaccessible. I yeah. mean, um, and it's really irritating. Young Sheldon, they don't have all of it on there. They just have like the last handful of episodes. It's like, motherfucker, why? Really? Oh, What right. is this? Big Bang Theory, they were doing that too, where they were only putting on, you could only go back so many episodes. You couldn't see the whole thing. And it's like, yeah. what's the fucking point then? 
They yeah. might have syndication agreements. That's what though. I wondered. That's yeah. what I wondered, and that you were kind of my go-to guy on that. So for once, I'm going to go to you on this and be like, what's up with this, man? <laughs> <laughs> Let me check you on something that you have not looked up the trivia for at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because it's a recent thing. I mean, yeah. it's su- such a recent innovation. I would bet that mm-hmm. whoever bought uh, Big Bang Theory syndication rights also wanted some long-term, all-encompassing thing that they wanted Young Sheldon too, and some multi-year plan. Yeah. And they only are allowed to have so many on at a time, which I guess would be fair if you're a syndicator and trying to protect your turf. Um, I think all those things are going to get sorted out over the years, though, because you're still seeing a lot of things bounce around, like all the Star Trek movies disappeared again and went to AMC. And it's like, Mm -hmm. come on, guys, what's up? And I read that's because it was a pre-existing agreement. Okay, so they're just waiting for some of the old shit to fall out, and then we can work things out to a spot that it makes more damn sense. It's that new. What we're seeing in in business and the business of television is that new. Yeah. That's wild, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Mm. Uh, Okay, so I would give, um, you know, I'll I'll give nine points um, to Hulu. I don't pay for Hulu. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's one that I just, I've never been that excited about the interface you talk about it being much improved i didn't even i don't even know well enough um so i i don't have any criticisms for it the uh uh text that we got from it was very insightful to Mm -hmm. appreciate the show so nine oh yeah cool all right let's hit genre genre cool um well um i have a split between a romantic comedy and a workplace comedy hmm what do you have? A sitcom from the perspective of a professional millennial OBGYN woman in a universe in which being dramatic, self-absorbed, and shallow is charming. <laughs> apt. Very specific, but apt. Yeah. It tells you a lot about the personality of the show. It, yeah, that's very true. Very true. It is very Mindy. (laughs) (laughs) She's very funny. It's weird because she's like, she's like a smart person. And I don't think you could be a dummy and be Mm -mm. a comedy writer. Yeah. Um, I think you could be a dummy and be a horror movie writer. Yeah. Uh, Not to say that horror movie writers are dummies. I'm just saying you probably have some in your leagues. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, she's funny, but she plays it so dumb. Yeah, absolutely. She plays it as the pretty the pretty girl, which is usually the vapid dumb girl. Yeah. But she's several pounds overweight and she's always acknowledging that. So she's like upfront about who she is. So she's like uh she plays it like the pretty girl's sidekick that's mm-hmm. still a mean girl because she's been rolling with the mean girls for a long time. Um but she's she's hysterically funny. She plays it so dumb. She always plays it dumb and it's because you know she's smart. Mm-hmm. That her playing it dumb, and yet the dumbness and the shallowness seems like it's so true to her personality. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That she absolutely enjoys rom coms, I would completely believe. In fact, I would be shocked if that was not the case. She actually went to Dartmouth College. Did you know that? No, but I don't really know what that means. Oh, it's it's like an Ivy League, I think. Okay. 
it's not BSU, let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not one that's mainly known for the sports. Oh. <laughs> What's it known At for? At least I believe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't actually follow sports. If there's a Dartmouth team I'm unaware of, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to shit on your team. Just I just not, don't know sports. You haven't even been paying attention to it because BSU is always kicking their ass. Uh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I won't say regardless of the sport, but yeah. <laughs> um, so it's potato. This potato fed kids. <laughs> so, no, I don't. Um, I I think she knows what a contradiction she is, mm-hmm. and I think she understands the humor in it. Yeah, absolutely. she's able to intellectualize why herself and her interests are funny. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. But I thought they did a pretty. I thought they established the genre for a show that has a pretty uh, unique and individual tone and mm-hmm. tenor i thought they established that quite well which in a in a way isn't a simple thing to do because it doesn't fit into one simple box yeah. like here's a police procedural here's a uh uh medical show mm-hmm. so well it doesn't really fit into a box so how do you communicate to somebody what the genre is and help them understand why it's uniquely funny or has unique character yeah you think it was successful? I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I had the genre done by the time she was done with her first little segment of narrating. Like, basically, by the time we had, before we had realized that she was narrating her childhood upbringing on, you know, rom-coms, um, was being done because she was recounting a story while being handcuffed in jail. To the arresting to, officer. To the arresting officer. Yeah. Exactly. So, Yeah. Hilarious. And the arresting officer who has the uh, great line about drunken and disorderly behavior. Oh, yes. And she says, uh, drunken, I'm disorderly? Like you got rapists and murderers out there. And she says, she said, when you're disorderly, you're a rapist of peace and quiet. <laughs> it was apt. <laughs> Funny. Uh, so what brings us to this wedding and and this arrest? The wedding does. <laughs> what yeah. brings us to the arrest? Um, what brings us to the arrest is that she was biking home uh, drunk and then had biked into a pool. Mm-hmm. So, But she was disorderly, yeah, in biking in the pool, but she was coming from her ex's wedding, right? Who mm-hmm. oh, I forgot we established him so early Yeah. in the show because he kind of lingers around for the rest Pil- of it. Played by Bill Hader. That's it. Who I find? Were you waiting for me to call out the name? I didn't remember. It. I was okay. hoping you knew. I I always set you up for trivia questions that you don't know the answer to. Oh, so you were avoiding it. You were just waiting. Name. Oh, yes. that's kind of you. <laughs> I was hoping to hoping you'd be able to fill it in. Yeah, Bill Hader, <laughs> who I find funny, very funny, and Absolutely. repulsive. So the idea that when he's walking by, and and it's the dreamy Mister Mister Fantastic music in the background, and she's falling for him, and he gives her that goofy Bill Hader smile. It's like, nope, I don't think so. Yeah. With his bangs, his sweaty bangs or whatever it is. (laughs) (laughs) It's ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) And then she goes to his wedding, makes a wedding crasher speech, even though she obviously wouldn't really have had a stage for a speech as somebody's Mm ex-girlfriend at this wedding. Like, I would hope not. (laughs) It doesn't actually make logical sense. (laughs) Makes a big scene. uh, And then she gives him the peace bitches. Huh. (laughs) Runs out. And gets arrested after crashing in the guy's pool and uh, hallucinating with in her conversation with the Barbie. Oh, yeah. That was really weird. Yeah. I want to understand what kind of beer she was drinking that made her Barbie, like just a Barbie. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. I was, got, 
That yeah. was supposed the weird thing. I guess the bothersome thing for me is that that's supposed to be the turning point where she's like, "Oh, I need to do something different with my life because this Barbie's right. Nobody's gonna love me," or something along those lines. That I need to right. change my life. Like she I don't know. Get some tough love from the Barbie, right? Yeah. At the bottom of the pool. I don't know. Though. I wasn't compelled by it. I guess. Well, I wasn't either because I also didn't get the sense it was actually a hallucination because she's telling the story. And the cop uh, arrests or she interrupts her at one point and says, what does this have to do with the pool? She goes, I'm getting there. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. laying the foundation. So she very dramatically sets up the story, the romantic comedy part, since I was a little girl, which leads to why she's being drunk and disorderly. I wasn't even thinking about the Barbie telling her, girl, you got to clean your shit up. Yeah. Because uh, you're going down in flames and no man ain't ever going to love you. Yeah. I actually thought it was appropriate that it was be what your criticism is of it right now, I think it was appropriate that it came from a Barbie because it shows what a half-hearted commitment she's making to becoming a better person. Yeah. There's just some thought in the back of her head. Okay, you're 30 now. This is pathetic. You're actually getting arrested for it. And bear in mind, she's been doing stuff like this for at least 10 years. Mm. Even though we don't see that. That's a good point. But I understand that that's who she's been all this time. So now she's thinking, all right, I'm a professional woman. Maybe I got to get get a little bit real. Yeah, that makes sense. So our first non-Mindy character was Danny, I believe, yes? That's the first one I got his name on. Dr. Daniel Castellano. Danny Castellano. Hey, hey. Yeah, they immediately have quite a friction. Oh, yeah. That he's kind of macho guy's guy. And, you know, she's romance and he's old a girly school. girl. Yeah, he really is. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Definitely. The the men have to act this way and yeah. they have to be tough and beat you up and yeah. I'm an old school kind of guy. I uh like guy stuff. I ain't got no time for fairy tale nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh we meet the three doctors who mm-hmm. go on to run the clinic later. And I mean later in their lives, but they do a residency with each other, it seems, with the OBGYN. What's his name? Uh Jeremy Reed. As the character's name, I believe. Is that Perfect. the one you're the mm-hmm. one she's regularly sleeping with? Nope. Sorry. She's <laughs> the uh, the guy who runs the the guy who says, Remember Mindy, you're worth waiting for. Oh, Doctor Schumann. Doctor Schumann, okay. Who owns or, the sorry, clinic? Shulman. Shulman. Who owns the clinic and they seem to do a residency with him. The British doctor, what's his name? Um, that would be Jeremy. Okay. Oh Jeremy Reed. Jeremy Reed, okay. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, Danny, and Mindy are kind of growing up through the ranks with each other. Uh-huh. Uh, we get a little bit on Shulman here. Is yeah, he... very little. Yeah. I didn't even... I forget he's in the show. I mm-hmm. always forget that he's in the show. I did, too. I was like... I'm, I wrote it down because it's like Dr. Shulman. Okay, they probably work together. Like, he seems to be the boss, even. Um, so, I'm going to write this down because it's a workplace comedy. That would make a lot of sense. Um, the other person whose name I did not catch, but she was definitely a part of the working... You know, a part of the work setting was um, her name is Shauna. She's the receptionist. The we have two receptionists. Ooh. One I think oh, is Hispanic. You're right. The other one is Betsy. Betsy's down home. Mm-hmm. She's like um, ultra Midwest version of um, what's her name from the office? Oh, Pam. Pam. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I could see that. Yeah. And the other one was Shauna? Yes. Okay. Which I don't think Shauna has anything to do here. 
Yeah, uh, she really didn't, but she was definitely something um, that I remember really enjoying in the later episodes, that she yeah. always just had ridiculous personal life stories, and it was just like, I don't know, she contributed to the humor um, enormously. Yes. So, I mean, it's not to say the pilot wasn't funny, but it, it could have benefited from her. That's her a good point. Think. I forgot Morgan wasn't in. I forgot how many characters end up being classics that weren't in here. Morgan and then you forget and Beverly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you get Gwendolyn, who's oh yeah, Gwen. Yeah, Gwen, who is Mindy's um, BFF. Yeah, who was also in True Blood, and I forget her name. But like, do we see her again? Because I sure as hell don't remember her after this for a little while. But Shulman's okay. the same. We get him for a little while. Shulman, it's his practice, and oh. I can't remember what happens. But he just isn't. He's they're like main characters that that they wrote they had an idea for mm-hmm. them before realizing i guess we don't really need them yeah i guess gwendolyn like that part of mindy's life isn't really the part that we need to explore mm-hmm. so let's cut gwendolyn and gwendolyn's kid out of it shulman i don't know why we're not interested in shulman i think it actually made sense to have the weight of the more senior physician there mm-hmm. and then he's gone almost immediately and then the kids are in charge and they're always and they're always like i don't know Meaning Jeremy, Mindy, and Danny are always kind of competing with each other. Well, they're all independent doctors at this firm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, they're not. I I feel like the competition probably drives a lot of the excellence. Is probably the thought behind that is that keeping these guys in competition means that they're always at their best. They're colleagues, and they share a firm with their yeah. own client bases or Definitely. their own patient um, bases. But there's a, they're always chiding each other. Oh, absolutely. So, um, I don't know. I'm surprised Shulman doesn't amount to much. We get a little bit of him here. Yeah. His little pieces are funny when he's, <laughs> when we're like talking about the. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, the shirt, the uh, first aid outfit, and she looks like a clown. It's terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Dr. Shulman? Uh, do you like it? I like it because Mindy likes it. Oh, yeah, that was a great, sweet answer. That was such a fatherly answer, honestly, or a grandfatherly even. Oh, so sweet. Remember, Mindy, you're worth waiting for. (laughs) He walks away and Danny says he hates it. (laughs) Danny's hilarious. He's just so curmudgeon-y. Yeah. I I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Do you remember Danny Castellano's name in real life? Um, well, I have it right here. I thought it's, you might. Uh, <laughs> Chris Messina. Chris Messina. Yeah. So if you'd asked me a couple years ago, now I'm an old fat guy, so I don't have favorite actors or actresses because... I have a visual. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't like actually have a favorite actor, but a couple years ago, Chris Messina, when he was not in, when he was skipping a season of this show, he had done two, like two great Ben Affleck movies. Argo and or Arco, I don't remember what I didn't see it. I think it was Argo, <laughs> and uh, which is a period piece in the seventies, I believe. Yeah. And um, Live by Night, which I think was a little bit of an underrated one mm-hmm. uh, that showed sort of a gangster culture in Florida. It was just a period of history that I'd never seen in a setting I'd never seen before, so I loved it. Yeah. He was in two of those movies, so he had some some really kind of weighty roles in yeah. some. Uh, really good film and was you know like a friend of the Mindy Project and wanted to be a part of the Mindy Project and see that through I think and probably see it through the for the fans if if not you know just working for a paycheck because he's an actor and that's awesome to be employed yeah um but 
he was starting to get better, bigger and better roles. And, and I got to say there was at that period of time, if I saw his name on something, I would think I miss him in the mini project so much. I want to see this just cause mm-hmm. I love the guy and miss him. So that guy, uh, from a casual distant sense of the term is like my favorite actor. I think he's multi-talented, hysterically funny. Yeah, he really is. No, he's hilarious. To be that big of a curmudgeon and yet exude that much charm. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a villain in Birds of Prey, Hol- sorry, Birds of Prey, Har- Birds <laughs> of Prey, Harley Quinn. Um, oh, yeah. He was, yeah, he was a very, it was an interesting rendition of, um, and I forget the character's name right now off the top of my head, but it was a very interesting rendition because I'd seen it played by, the part played by someone else and was like oh i see yes that's the name of the guy yes is who he plays not calendar man no um <laughs> i just <laughs> thought okay. calendar man because it's a stupid character so was there another rendition of him somewhere anyway sorry go ahead yeah no it was um gotham actually had a really good rendition which is um the yaz character was played by the guy in barry the um bald guy what i told you he played like a mafia guy uh-huh. who like totally killed people that no hair yep and no eyebrows mm-hmm. that totally was hairless. yes who is played by both danny castellano or you know the guy who plays that um, oh interesting right i know so it was weird seeing t- two totally different versions of it yeah hmm. so we have a scene uh where where uh What's his name? Schuler, Schumann, Doctor Schulman. The same one we were talking about. That he Dr. says. Doctor Schulman. Yeah, I like it because Mindy likes it and and goes away. There's a moment that follows that when she says, "Yeah, yeah, okay, tell me, Dan Castellano, tell yeah. me, tell me, uh, what should I wear?" Because he's telling her, "You look ridiculous. Yeah. Um, dress hot, just short of slutty." He doesn't say any of these things I'm about to say. Yeah. Dress hot, short of slutty. Um. Keep it simple. Yeah. Pop your tits, but don't let them hang out. Uh, stuff like that. And uh, keep it simple. Makeup, but not too much. Yeah, that was basically what it was. Yeah. And he gives her some really real advice. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, don't, don't overthink it. Just, you know. Yeah. Look pretty, feel pretty, and, and just go enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that exchange between the two of them, the sparring session that they have. Yes. Oh, Sparks. I know, right? absolutely. And there's so much chemistry between the two actors. Absolutely. So you just, you're just like, you just get swept up and immediately. I like, I that's why I wanted to go back when I watched the pilot a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Wanted to go back and see like how far was it from what they set up and where we ended. Especially because you're pretty disenfranchised with it by the end. Yeah. But, uh, but to go back and realize, oh man, it was always Danny. Like mm-hmm. it was always all over the show that that's where the where the friction was going to be, where the heat was coming from. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, their chemistry just is absolutely unbeatable. Um, yeah. And then you got Jeremy Reed who wants to have sex with anything. Yeah, that's a, an interesting group. So Jeremy's always giving her the glad eye. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what that's called, the wink. Yeah, he's okay. always giving her the glad eye, the the flirty flashes right mm-hmm. come on in baby and she's fallen for it at some point mm-hmm. and goes oh no i can't do this yeah oh, it was after she gets released from prison yeah and danny's already given uh provided birthing services to one of her patients <laughs> yeah to one of her patients she's like you're trying to steal my clients danny and that's when she's having a conversation with reed and he's saying you look so trashy right now mm-hmm. 
<laughs> she's going, well, thank you. <laughs> and they're about to go home and have some trashy sex. And she goes, no. I literally just had this conversation with the Barbie that uh, I'm cleaning myself up. So leave me alone, Jeremy. It's weird, but it works. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. I'd like to talk about Gwendolyn. But I yeah. can't remember exactly when she fits into the storyline. and I think that's She like... bails um, Mindy out of jail. Gotcha. So, you know, naturally right around what you were talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. She bails her out and... Um, oh, there was actually a really good line. Um, I was really enjoying because she's the one with the kid. And I guess that's the dynamic that they were thinking she was going to add, which, you know, again, she she goes away. Um, she had said something. Uh, Mindy had said something and had inadvertently called the child boring. She goes, don't call her boring. You're fascinating. And she goes, mm. <laughs> the daughter says twice in a row, this is boring. This is yeah. boring. So she just pops off like a child with a comeback. Yeah. Oh, that's You're right. Boring. You're boring. Don't call my daughter boring. Don't call her boring. You're, You're fascinating. fascinating. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if you're going to be that protective of your kid. Yeah. It's like, no, I mean, they live in the real world. Like, yeah. It's <laughs> like we could not call them boring, but maybe let's not call them fascinating. <laughs> you're the best thing that ever happened to the world. Because Mindy says something to her like, you don't even offer anything or like, what are you, what are you providing? Yeah. Um, okay. That's Gwendolyn. BFF Gwendolyn. Yeah. Um, Did you have more on her than that? No, that's about all there is to say about her after the entire show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean beyond just this episode? Yep. Yeah. Anna Camp, by the way, is the one who played that. And she's, I know her better from True Blood. She was the cray cray in True Blood. She was underutilized here. Mm-hmm. No Agreed. Doubt. Yeah. She's really capable of going crazy, guys. She really just embodies crazy. You should typecast the crap out of her for that, if nothing else. You know, she's. I think you can look at her, and I might be exaggerating this because mm-hmm. I'm not that familiar with her, but when I see her, I think leading lady from other things. Um, and I just feel like Mindy's such a strong presence that uh, to have somebody else who, you know, seems like the leading woman in her own things that she would be doing. Yeah. Um, I, I see why there was no place for her here, mm-hmm. especially because she was such a normie yeah. who I think was supposed to provide a heart to Mindy, mm-hmm. which, you know, even when they, they're together, she rails against that. So she yeah. doesn't really bring any humanity to Mindy. That's a good point. Yeah. She's a little bit like um, the re- same reason she's a failed character, I mean, I think is like Anne from Parks and Rec. Okay. Who Anne, at her best, uh, leveled out Leslie Nope. And then they put Leslie in a relationship, and the um, character that brought rationality to Leslie was always Ben. So they didn't have anything to do for it. Anne didn't have a place anymore. So then they just made her date everybody in the show. Oh, yeah, that's irritating that she became the romantic interest and a great actress Ugh. and a capable character she's amazing and somebody who really in her own right is the leading woman which is why take the office why she was such a great character mm-hmm. is because she was actually unimpeachable by the end of, through the whole thing she was always awesome and always just got 
the shitty end of the stick. Yeah, undeservingly. Um, so anyway, you look at somebody like that, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. I could see why the the uh, there just wasn't a clear space for her. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, Ed Helms. Makes a, I guess it takes a break from takes a week off of Dunder Mifflin. <laughs> right, another crossover mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. To come visit the Mindy Project in New York City. Yeah. Um, I don't have really much more on him than that. His name was Dennis in this. I don't think I have a quote for him or anything. I apologize. Dennis, who uh, who Mindy describes as handsome. You don't think he's handsome? I don't do you. Um, I mean, like, he's not unattractive. He is handsome, yeah. But would I say he's, like, hot? No. But he's so Ed Helms. Well, yeah, but, you know, if he's not doing the reek-a-deek-deek-deek-deek or whatever they... You know, if he's not Andy Bernard, I think he's attractive. (laughs) But he is Andy Bernard. And he's also (laughs) the guy from The Hangover. Like, it's like, okay, but now I'm supposed to accept him as handsome. Okay. How about I I accept Chow's dick as large while we're there? Who's? Chow from The Hangover. <laughs> oh, thanks. That was a deep cut. Good. It was good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I uh, think he's handsome enough. Um, um, so we get a scene with him because she has a date with him. Uh, and she's. he says to her, well, he refers to Mindy as charming and down to earth at one point. Who does? Mandy Bernard. Oh, oh, down to earth. That's like absolutely the opposite. <laughs> this is after he's asking her. I hear you're really like, not to say crazy, but you know, dramatic. Yeah. Who said that about me? I'm going to kill him. <laughs> I'm going to kill Carl. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was really funny. Uh, and she makes some comment about a 31-year-old woman, a, a chubby 31-year-old on a date with a handsome guy. Yeah. Like, this doesn't happen because she gets a call from her client who she doesn't want to work with because they're not white enough. Yes, I actually had that next on my card. I was like, hmm, how? Please do. <laughs> oh, um, I mean, her um, her assistant or the receptionist had been writing down, you know, during the conversation where she was basically saying, like, hey, you know, the people who came in here are uninsured immigrants. If you want to make me successful, you need to send people in here who have money, rich people white people and so the gal had been like more white patients done and she's like don't write that down <laughs> and then gives her a wink wink oh does she that's hilarious yeah. it was <laughs> I subtle I, I i barely got it i'm glad you mentioned it that's hilarious and terrible so there are a lot of like racist jokes in this but like you know not well, offensively so you know it's it's poking at the racism it's very tongue-in-cheek if they wrote it today i don't think that line would have been in there you don't think so i don't think so and i know part of why it's funny is well why it's funny it's because mindy's funny and mindy is indian by descent i don't know where she was born i don't know where she's from yeah um uh so the fact that it's coming from a brown person about brown people saying, I want to work with white people. Yeah. Um, and Mindy's so shallow. It's funny. Like, it's really funny. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I I have a... Anytime I hear a racial thing or a sexist thing now, it's like, ah, I don't know how I'm supposed to respond to this. Yes. So I feel like that wouldn't have been in there today. Mm-hmm. Which That's I also feel like was a shame because I think... Um, um, I think... 
there's little pockets of history and I won't get detailed, but uh, where where humor pushes the national conversation forward yeah. and pushes the culture forward. And I think um, the fact that this was in here and so funny is maybe a shame that uh, I feel like she wouldn't have written that joke in for herself today. And I could be wrong. Yeah, you might be right. That maybe it just would not stand up as well in today's world of cancel culture. We're thinking about it. I mean, you hear it and it's like, mm, yeah, there's a, it's a joke about race. I don't know how I should respond to it. Um, I know why it's funny. And Mindy's really funny. I mean, she's a she's talks so quick, so she's got all these. I mean, I giggle through the whole show. I giggle. I'm a grown man giggling. Yeah. At all the stupid little, the little, um, understated jokes. Absolutely. It's like every second, there's a joke, and sometimes you can't like blink and you'll miss it. Oh, absolutely. You would ask me several times, like, "Hey, what was that last joke? What was the punchline of that?" I'm mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I was writing some down. I need to back it up because it's rapid fire." Yeah, totally. I mean, it's a 22-minute episode, so it's short, it's quick. They cram a lot of jokes in there in a hurry. Twenty, Good point. 22-minute episode and more than 22 jokes. There's <laughs> more than a joke more. a minute. Ooh, yeah. And when you look at it that way, it's like, damn, that's a <laughs> lot of funny wrapped up into a short show. Yeah, no kidding. Well, that's all I have for characters. Did you have any that we haven't covered yet? Um... I just looked through my signature at the list that I had made prior to the signatures overwhelmed the page. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. I'm pretty sure I'm reading everything. <laughs> and, uh, New York City, New York City, New York City, Quinn. Oh, that's Harley Quinn. Yep, that's in. Uh, I thought we had a really fun collection of characters. Mm-hmm. And more than anything, the compliments go to the character dynamics. Yeah. And so far as everybody is in Mindy's orbit. Yes. Mm-hmm. That it is very much a show centered around Mindy. And her perspective all the way. Absolutely, yeah. And everybody's in on her perspective. (laughs) Yeah. I have to say, it was definitely a pass for me as well. Um, I enjoyed everyone that we have so far. Um, And I know we do have more coming, but obviously they don't get to be a part of our scoring. Um, And I really thought that Mindy and Danny just had like an amazing chemistry from second Mm. one. The moment that the two of them shared a screen, it was was fun. It was palpable. So, hard pass on characters. Yep, that's what I'm hearing. Uh, Plot. My determination, my expectation of the plot going forward. In her search for love, Mindy will develop professionally and personally while sparks fly with Danny and her mm, lifestyle habits. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like having sex with Jeremy at the end of the episode will create complications. Oh, I like that. That was, you're being a lot more detailed than I am today. I'm going like, mm, base <laughs> ideas. Oh, yeah, it's a rom-com, work comedy, workplace comedy. Um, And in this one, I'm like, plot. We are shipping the hell out of Danny and Mindy. That's like, that's what I got. That's the show, man. That's that the, is the show. You, you have senioritis. You're burnt out. <laughs> no, no. This is absolutely <laughs> how I feel on it, though. Like, okay. So I've been working really hard to try to simplify my ideas. It's something mm-hmm. I've really struggled with. Um, to like put a label on it. So I've actually, I feel like I've honed it rather oh. than feeling like I'm being lazy about it. Um, but maybe oversimplified, possibly. I believe I- that. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, the fact that we're shipping them, it's a, you know, it, to me, it's a rom-com. So it's, 
You're going to go through the the rules that women make around dating. You know, you even see in this, um, you know, while she's on the date with Ed Helm, she's got like a list and she's kind of asking him these really weird questions to like <laughs> discern that he's not a drug addict. And I can't remember what else was on the list, but it was just kind of like, oh, yeah, not, you know, before a year ago, I didn't know that pot and, you know, before college, I didn't realize that pot and marijuana were the same thing. That's Which funny. I didn't realize the list. And I you say it now and mm-hmm. I remember her scratching something off yeah. like, on a, like on a note app on her phone. Yeah. Right? Um, that's a, that's, yeah, I, that got past me. Um, that's funnier now that I realize cause I was thinking that she was casually into drugs. Cause she's a millennial. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get that. Because, um, and because she says to him, Oh, you're a wall street guy, huh? Wow. You must have access to a lot of really good drugs. And he goes, no, I don't No, Not. Do you I, have a good access to a lot of good wall street yeah. drugs? Yeah. No, before, uh, before college, I thought pot and marijuana were different things. Exactly. Which is obviously a lie because yeah. she's a physician. Right. No kidding. You would hope so. Like there it is again though, that she's playing dumb for the joke. Yeah. Yeah. And but it works for her. It really does. To her credit, we never deviate from her professional commitment outside mm-hmm. of being to work late because she's on the clock constantly mm-hmm. in fairness, um, work late and drunk and hung <laughs> over and. Yeah, um, after but that's like out. you gotta have your life too. So she's eventually, res- someone else is gonna have to be in. Yeah, she's respectable in mm-hmm. her. She's shallow, but she's respectable in her profession. Yeah, she's got some good work ethic. It would seem. Uh, I would say that the plot seems pretty clear. Yeah, I would say so as well. Hard pass, but the good kind. <laughs> this is like when uh, when Kevin doesn't know if he's got cancer or not, and Michael Scott says. Oh, Kevin, do you have the results to your test? Yeah, they came back. It's negative. He goes, I am so sorry. Yeah. Because apparently negative is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. Who would have known? Exactly. Yeah, that was such an awkward episode for so many reasons. Because it was Michael Scott's birthday as well, and he just wanted to go to the skate. He just wanted to go skating for his birthday. Ice skating, which we find out uh, in that moment that uh, he is a perfectly skilled, and I mean, whatever oh, yeah. that actor's name is. What's his name? Oh, Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Steve Carell is a perfectly skilled ice skater. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Our hook. Are you hooked? Yeah. I mean, I put that the chemistry between Mindy and Danny was really what draws me in. It's antagonistic and amusing. I really enjoy the... um, the couples that start out hating each other in TV. Like, there's something about that that is, like, unbelievably attractive. Um, Jess and Nick. Um, they don't hate each other. Jess and Nick. Who's that girl? Oh, yeah, yeah, It's Jess, yeah. <laughs> they don't hate each other, though. That's why I definitely didn't go there with my mind. Okay, because I was thinking of a specific scene that I rewinded four times. Yeah. Uh, which is Jess and Nick getting in a fight. Mm. Uh, when he says, and if you can't say that to my face, then say it to my ass. And he turns, he's shaking his mm. butt at her. And they're yelling at each other. And she says, oh, I'm Nick, and I'm going to keep not living up to my potential. So it's the it's the passion. It's the heat. It's the friction that in TV and movies, like make you wish, like in a romantic comedy, mm-hmm. make you long for that kind of heat, that mm-hmm. kind of frustration in a relationship. Absolutely, because you find out later, of course, that it was always sexual tension all along. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. But man, yeah. So my example was going to be um, Diane and what's his face and Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. That okay. they really like they, and they hate each other in it. So many points. Because they're that, so opposite. 
Well, and they have to be the better, you know. They have to be the smarter one. Sam. Sam mm. and Diane. Sorry. There are people who are screaming right now. Not very many, though, because I think the millennials mostly don't know Sam and Diane. What'd you call them? Um, I just couldn't remember the... And I was like, and the other character. I just... Diane and... Oh, okay. Same Cheers guy. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Diane so and I just, Michael. <laughs> I know. I think... So my mind wanted to do Mike, say Michael. And my mind... I didn't make the connection that that's why I wanted to say Michael, though. Shelly Long and Decker. <laughs> yeah, right. The legends. Uh, yeah. I'm hooked. Um, yeah. And if you would ask me why. Sure. I. You know what? Why are you hooked? Thank you for asking. Yeah. Mindy has a cute personality, and her dynamic with Danny is fire emoji. It. it oh my god. You know, that is that is how Gen Z would put it. I believe that's that's <laughs> what the kids are saying. I think these days. You know, there's, a, there's an ongoing bit in Mindy Project that you didn't have here. I don't think you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you see the the texts coming in and the texts come in on the screen oh, yes. overlaid over they the do. characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it and it comes in like it comes in on your phone where mm-hmm. it kind of swishes in and pops in. Uh, and, and she reads it out loud. Mm-hmm. And then she'll always read the emojis out loud. Yeah. This is the she's shallow. She's of her time. Mm-hmm. But she's smart and understands the contradiction. Where yeah. as a smart person, you you picture her reading, uh, reading a text message, but not necessarily being all down with the lingo. Yeah. So she reads out loud. Danny says something to her and sends an eggplant emoji, and she reads she reads out loud eggplant. She goes, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> um, and whatever else, just anytime there's an emoji, she just she just reads it as though it's a uh, written into the text. Yeah, it's interesting. Now that you're mentioning it, it's kind of like she was an influencer as well as, like, she's supposed to be an influencer. Like, when you keep saying that she's, like, the immature, dumb, millennial, like, it's very much the the way an influencer is, where they're, like, obsessed with their phone yeah. and their, how they look and they know the, you know, they know what's going on with the Kardashians at any given point. Um, Kardashian know. culture. Exactly. She is a product of Kardashian culture for sure. Ooh, I like that just as a turn of phrase, Kardashian culture. Because it really is. It's like the reality TV. It's, you know, being really obsessed with your, like, the vanity of how you look. It's a type of woman that's a deal breaker. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I mean, because it is a, a category. Mm-hmm. It's like, like, and it, it's a uh, explainer that you'll use and say she's very Kardashian culture. And it's like, oh, shit. But she's so adorable, though. Never mind. I guess she's not a fit. <laughs> Yeah. So she plays that really well. Like, Mindy seems to be up on Kardashian culture without actually being a part of it, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, But in the end, I'm hooked. And what I want more of is uh, Mindy being a goofball. Yeah. And I want more hate with Danny. But (laughs) she doesn't have sex with Danny, nor would she have because he's a salt of the earth kind of guy. She has sex with Jeremy. Who's a man whore, which let's face it, Danny probably is too. Um, yeah. Just not in Danny's mind because he's got rules, you know? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Jeremy don't have no rules. There's a great line between Jeremy and uh, her though. She says, no, Jeremy, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. She says, um, like, I'm, like I'm cleaning myself up, making some changes. She said, and if that doesn't work out, we can have sex when I'm 40, 50, and 60. He says, but I'm not going to want to have sex with you when you're 40, 50, or 60. Oh, yeah, that was mean. <laughs> yeah. 
Also very shallow character. Absolutely. Yes. Of course, as his character grows, it kind of goes to show you that he's... Because they make some comment about him being Hugh Grant. Mm-hmm. Which, growing up, my dad always hated Hugh Grant because he hated Jeremy the idea. Jeremy is Hugh Grant? I think that's who they were yeah, talking okay. about. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. My dad always hated Hugh Grant because he was like such a non-masculine type of guy. And uh, and yet he was the pretty boy that everybody was attracted mm-hmm. to. But I got to say, as, as uh, Hugh Grant's gone on and refined his personal brand... I super love the guy because that's not who he is. That's music not how lyrics, he plays though. it. He's such a dork. Yeah. Music and lyrics. Is that with Drew Barrymore? Drew Barrymore. That oh, one was great. So good. But even that, he's still dorky in it. Like he is he pulls so good. His... I mean, yeah, the 80s rock band, Burnout. Yeah. yeah like Sellout. Absolutely. I love that movie. Yeah. No, absolutely. So funny enough, I think Jeremy, who comes into the show as the swaggering heartthrob, mm-hmm. you know, playboy, ends up being super neurotic and goofy and weird like the actor's really a big goofball yeah playing it like i'm mr sleaze yeah but he's not he's much more hugh grantian he's very self-deprecating oh i like that that's a that's a good way to put it good i'm glad i went there thank you yeah (laughs) so uh we passed this yeah and if you haven't seen it, you should watch along. Um, don't worry about uh, if you get burnt out past season four, you know, as much. Yeah. Do well, you have notes and quotes for us? I do. What you got? Uh, my body mass index is not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's sad. <laughs> After she's listing all the ways she's wonderful and says, evidently, my body mass index is not great. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not going to want to have sex with you in your 40s, 50s, and 60s. She mentions she's praying before she goes in on her date with Ed Helms' character. Mm-hmm. And she says, may he have the wealth of Mayor Bloomberg, uh, the personality of John Stewart, the face of Michael Fassbender, the penis of Michael Fassbender. <laughs> and, then, and then the cab driver interrupts her and says, get out. Okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. She says, maybe I'll just like dip out of life and do one of those eat, pray, love things. Oh, no. I don't want to pray. Forget it. Yeah. No, I love that. And that's how I feel on so many things that you kind of have this, like, you romanticize how wonderful this thing is. And then it's like, oh, no, I've really, like, set a picture in my head of, like, what this would look like. And that's not. Nope. (laughs) I like the idea of having the kind of heat that Danny Castellano and Mindy have. Yeah. In real life? No. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Uh, I think I have one more. No, she says, I'm surprised I wrote this one down. Um, the, Danny changes the channel on one of her romantic comedies she's mm-hmm. seen a million times in the moment that they kind of bond. This is after a previous scene together where, where she insults his ex-wife yeah. or the fact that he doesn't know anything about women. Let's just talk to Danny's ex-wife about it. Yeah. And he says, you know what would make you look really great before your date tonight? If you lose about 15 pounds. Oh, yeah. I had written that one down and then I was like, mm, I really just don't want to fix. I really didn't like that. It, it really just made me like him less. She went too far. Yeah. Uh, and then Oh, he, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. She... I mean, they're sparring, they're, it's flirty, and then she actually insults him in his failed marriage. Mm-hmm. Coming from a religious that's guy, a too. Like, that's, oh, yeah. that's a pretty deep Did thing she? that she... There's a lot more to it than that. So and they then, both got kicked in their vulnerable place. So he says, whatever, you're fat, and walks away. Yeah. Uh, it really ends that on kind of a sour note where it's like, Ooh, well, okay, well, maybe yeah. that's not very functional. So they're talking at the end of the episode, and they're watching a show together and she's starting to get emotional about her. She's starting to share her feelings and he changes the channel off of what is it? Sleepless in Seattle or the other one? 
Oh, it's, it's the other, the other one, one with yeah. Pistol. Yeah. Um, shall we go on? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Um, it's Rufio's favorite movie, so she's going to just really kick me for it, but well, I just can't think of it. Look it up before the end. Everybody already knows the answer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Trivia. Stay till the end. <laughs> and he changes, see you got the answer. She changes the channel to a fishing show, of all things, like Monster Catch or whatever. And she goes, Danny, like, I'm trying to share my feelings with you. He goes, yeah, I want to share this show with you. He goes, I've seen this episode before. She goes, there are multiple episodes of this? <laughs> oh, it was when Harry met Sally, by the way. That's it. Thank you very much. Yeah. Rufio's favorite movie. A rom-com, at least. But really? I would assume of all time, yeah. No kidding. Never oh, seen yeah. it? I mean, I know I'm supposed to, and I just haven't yet. Um, It's definitely one worth watching. It's pretty, like... That is definitely one with some antagonistic chemistry. Um, like I would, I would definitely recommend if you're going to go through and watch some old rom coms, that one is worth it. Those two have been shipped my entire life because mm-hmm. that movie came out before I was born, <laughs> and I still don't see him as a pair. You know, I don't until I watch this. Oh, really? Yeah. How powerful. Yeah. Notes and quotes. Something to share? Yeah. So um, they were talking about Downton Abbey, which <laughs> I'm not very familiar with, which is why it was really funny to me that Danny was like, what is this show and why does everybody keep talking about it? And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you, man. Why? Why? What is it even about? Like, I've heard the name so many times and I have no flapping clue what it is. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> um, the other one was, and I don't have the full quote, but I wrote down Springsteen show, which is where he was like, she had said something about a oh yeah the Bruce Springsteen concert and he's like Bruce Springsteen's concert how embarrassed like don't embarrass yourself it's a Springsteen show like this is this is how you call it you sound ignorant you sound ignorant <laughs> you sound That's ignorant it. Springsteen yeah. show <laughs> yeah you sound ignorant right now <laughs> yeah I was kind of a dick <laughs> um, the other one I had was um, in the elevator after this whole you know him being a dick she had like actually dressed really nice for the date and he goes you look nice and she goes go to hell (laughs) (laughs) and then my final one um which is i think maybe even my favorite was danny don't just repeat it and expect me to understand what you're saying because he had like said something she's like what and then he just he just repeated it not like explaining like what he meant at all it was is he a man yeah he was asking how your her date with ed helms was yeah. And she says, uh, it was great for this reason and that reason. He said, mm-hmm. was was he a man, though? Yeah. And she goes, uh, yeah, Danny was a man, or whatever she says. Yeah. He goes, no, no, no. Was he a man? <laughs> Don't just repeat <laughs> Don't it. Don't just repeat it, yeah. <laughs> of course, it's coming from Danny. Yeah. Who has a very clear idea what a, what man, a man should is. be. Yeah. And we're talking about Andy Bernard and the guy from The Hangover. So the answer, of course, is no. No. But apparently he's <laughs> handsome. But then he goes on actually to share some values, some I I would say some time honored values of of uh, you know how a man should be to a woman, and I think maybe starts to put some you know vibe out there again where now we're back to vibing. Yeah. So it's not all heat all the time. Sometimes there's genuinely some friendship and respect between them. Definitely. Like the moment in the elevator. You yeah. look nice because she did double back. She did make the right choice mm-hmm. and did do exactly what Danny. Had, yeah, absolutely. Uh, whether he had it's some sound advice. Danny said it or not, which I take it that that's not the reason, but, but he happened to be right. Yeah. I mean, as much as you'd hate to admit it, he is going to know a little bit more about what men want than Mindy might, you know, 
being very um, solely focused on what she wants. <laughs> and being a product of Kardashian culture, probably doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. <laughs> Not to be confused with Kardashian culture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's creepy. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. <laughs> but she's going to tie him up and ask him how many lights there are. It's a hilarious joke to the right crowd. Yeah, deep cut for our truckies <laughs> after our break, you know. Stay tuned. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first of all, this is a series finale, a season finale of a sort. Mm-hmm, uh, absolutely. You don't specifically know what that means yet. Yeah. And how do you want to conclude? Is there some retrospective? Is what makes this episode special? To what's the cliffhanger we're gonna end on? Oh man. What's the hook? What's the hook? I mean. Goodness, guys, we have a, a large catalog of shows that we have reviewed expressly for you. Now, if you are finding yourself in any sort of a show hole, we have for every platform that I can think of, you know, every major one anyhow, watched many shows. You know, we've gone through this painstaking effort of weeding out several shows for you and telling you which ones are the, the keepers and which ones are the duds. Um, so, you know, while we are taking this lovely break, please definitely go through the catalog and uh tell us which one of our shows were keepers and which ones were duds <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you know no kidding um that's pilots the podcast at gmail.com for your feedback and uh yeah so a little bit about why we are taking the break um you know first of all um 50 episodes that's what we're celebrating today, our 50th uh, recorded episode, and uh, that means it's been 50 weeks, which in case you were wondering, 52 weeks are in a year. We've been doing this a long time without a break. And we've been doing it longer than 50 weeks. Yeah, because actually. we had some practice runs and some brainstorming sessions. So. Lost episodes. Absolute trash. Oh, I don't think that they're total trash. <laughs> I just didn't have like a proper microphone yet. And you know... I care about that. <laughs> One of them, I was falling asleep in my recliner, whispering into the or why women kill, or was there a different one? <laughs> I think it was white women kill. Why women kill? I don't think you said white women kill. That's the title of the show, isn't it? It's why women kill? That makes like so the much reason more sense why now. women kill. Because mm-hmm. I had the my money was on the white one. <laughs> You're fucking with me. <laughs> I was like, well, this is like the whodunit aspect. Like, it's in the title. The white one did it. Uh. <laughs> um, so where do we want to leave them? I mean, we're going to be gone for a while. There's going to be no guidance. Oh, there's plenty of guidance, is there? 50 yeah. episodes. Go 50 find episodes. something to watch. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what we have for historical going forward though we are looking to kind of retool the show so we will be coming back definitely don't worry about that but you know we might come back with a little different flavor so stay tuned we don't know what that means yet but hopefully uh we'll let you know soon and hopefully it's not rocky road which is really just a tremendously overrated flavor yeah marshmallows just don't belong in anything except for s'mores and rice krispie treats maybe or mm, um lucky charms if you want to count that as a marshmallow. Oh, that's like hardly a marshmallow. A dehydrated marshmallow. Yeah, it's such a different breed. <laughs> uh, we could go on a whole podcast just about that. Though, and so. maybe we will. <laughs> <laughs> Find out what kind of spinoffs we might be cooking up. So <laughs> Hopefully not that. <laughs> what are you binging right now? Um, Right now, so 
We are a bit, well, I'm binging something that my mom recommended literally over the weekend um, called Firefly Lane. It's got Sarah Chalk from um, Scrubs is where most people know her best. And then Catherine Heigl, who is probably better known for Grey's Anatomy, maybe. Um, great show. Love it. You're laughing because she's better known for something else, but that's what I know her <laughs> No, from. I don't know okay. if she's or not. You were oh, saying okay. Sarah Chalk, who's uh, best known from, and I'm thinking, Sarah Chalk, and I thought, yeah, Roseanne. Obviously, Roseanne. Oh, duh, yeah. Chalk that's where she got... Roseanne. <laughs> because, her, yeah. yeah. introductory role. The other Becky. And then you say, Sarah Chalk from Scrubs. And I'm thinking, who the fuck is Sarah Chalk? And I thought, oh, yeah, Scrubs. No, yeah. <laughs> it's Elliot, duh. She's my spirit animal. I feel like I'm the... I relate very deeply with um, Elliot in Scrubs. She's kind of a ditz. Oh, yeah. Total klutz, actually. <laughs> walking disaster boy even. do I have some stories for you <laughs> um is sorry that is thing I wanted to ask you oh Firefly Lane yeah um I started watching I watched the first four or five episodes with oh, a yeah. former girlfriend of mine that I was spending some time with when it first came on mm-hmm. and it got was pretty dark where does it go is it uh mm, I'm six episodes in mm. so far yeah, they they kind of do um, something similar to like what This Is Us does, which I don't think you watch it either. But I've they kind of start it like the they they spoil something for you that's in the future, and then they work their way up to that. So it's kind of like one of those they start with the ending and then they work their way towards it. So it's definitely, um, yeah, like what I'm working towards is like there's a funeral. Who knows who the hell died? I, you know, they seem to be angling it towards a very specific person. I kind of feel like they're going to give me a twist. Who knows though? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it seems to be dealing with like divorce and, um, you know, parents who were addicts, um, that sort of thing. Real life stuff. Real life stuff. Yeah. And, you know, friendship above all. So, you know, the Firefly Lane girls is kind of what it's about, mm-hmm. which is the two best friends who met on Firefly Lane as teenagers and continue to be, you know, best friends as adults. So it's a lot of flashbacks, though, and they really integrate that well. So you see different phases in their friendship as you go. It's really an interesting show. So I'm really excited that I have something. Um, other than that, I've been binging Frasier, which ah, Niles and Daphne are finally together. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a long time coming. That's been eight seasons, man. Oh, <laughs> Out of yeah. 11. Good point. Ah, she pregnant there. yet? No. Whoops. No. I mean, it's Frasier. Is yeah. there such thing as spoilers for Frasier? <laughs> There's a... There, I don't remember if the character ever gets pregnant, mm-hmm. but there is a period of time in which the actress is pregnant, yeah. and they wrote it into the show as she suddenly just gains 40 <gasps> pounds. <laughs> no! You know what? I had asked if she was pregnant very recently, and Taylor's like, I think she's supposed to get really fat, and I'm like, I don't remember that. <laughs> it's hilarious, because she's clearly totally pregnant. But they didn't want to write a baby into it, so I hope you're pleased. I respect that so much. <laughs> I know. I know you do. Oh, because I've gone on. It, when, yeah. when has it been? Through many of our hours discussing TV? Yeah. When I bitch about, <laughs> yeah, then she gets pregnant, so we have to write this pregnancy in. Even if they're not pregnant in real life, and they write these pregnancies in sometimes, and then have they have like interest in doing the pregnancy episodes, mm-hmm. but no interest in dealing with the baby. 
Yeah, so then it just makes that person like the worst parent ever because you have to write the kids out of the, the story because yeah. you don't want to deal with stupid kid actors or stupid kids' stories. Uh, yeah, I, exactly, because I don't want to see their <laughs> stories either. Like, I don't want to see the in-laws. Like, I yeah. don't care about these stories. Yeah. The family drama is just not, not where you're at in your life, I think. <laughs> um, well, it, like, otherwise, because there's some great shows with, show, with kids in a modern yeah. family great family shows the kids are a great part mm-hmm. of it but it's like commit or i don't care about the baby actors yeah they can't they can't do anything <laughs> fair enough you're so boring yeah just kidding they're fascinating All i right, mean well. they're usually animatronic i mean <laughs> <laughs> so like hurting nobody's feelings i think <laughs> let's say a cgi baby <laughs> yeah. like in uh Twilight when they have that CGI baby in that one Twilight movie that I saw. Oh, yeah, and I was like, oh, why is, she, why is she CGI? And then she grows up and it was mm-hmm. actually pretty impressive. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. You mm-hmm. were too aware of it, so I don't think it worked. Yeah. All right. Well, by the time we get back, I expect you to be done for, with Frasier. I anticipate being done with Voyager and having a lot to say about it. Maybe we'll, you know, uh, reevaluate some of our worst podcasts once our fan base chimes in and lets us know when the clunkers were and we'll we'll uh take a deep dive on those or something i don't know we'll find out yeah absolutely in the meantime we uh are off to a much awaited break and we are uh, for us anyway i mean i hope you guys haven't been wishing a break on us but we are certainly glad to be taking one and uh we'll get back to you trust me you want us to <laughs> we will murder you each want other. it <laughs> you want us to take a break yeah, why um, not? Just, we're going to be phoning it in here in no time. Like, oh, I know. We've rescheduled this one like three times, two, three story. times. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh man, why is this not done yet? <laughs> it's like senioritis, summer vacation. Like, all right, are we done? Yeah. Snooze button. <laughs> I, you know what? You're right. I'm glad we waited on, I'm glad we did the mini project last and, yeah. and that you didn't accept my idea to end on the good place. The good place. Yeah. Because we had a little bit more energy for The Good Place. And I think the Mindy Project was yeah. a little less heady. So, yeah. good call. Well, thanks. We will leave you softly. You can catch up with all of our old material by visiting pilotsthepodcast.com. You can send us emails and talk trash about all that material that you just listened to by going to pilotsthepodcast at gmail.com. That's pilotsthepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at pilotsthepodcast. Instagram at pilotsthepodcast. Twitter at pilotsthepodcast. Is that everything? I think that's all of them. Did I miss any? Did I miss I our TikTok so. handle? <laughs> TikTok never. You can never f- TikTok. <laughs> you can find me on Tinder within a 100 mile radius. <laughs> Yikes. Good riddance to all of you on Tinder. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be catching up with all of y'all at some point in the near future. I'm Riker. And I'm Shmi. And this is Pilots. 